Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. After you got saved, were you excited to tell people about it? Who did you tell first? In many countries, when a person comes to know Christ, even telling their family or close friends is dangerous. They could be thrown out of their families, ostracized by their communities, jailed, beaten, or even killed. And that's almost what happened to Saul. He'd originally traveled to Damascus with papers from the high priest, giving him authority to track down Christians. He was to show them at the synagogues to get their cooperation. But after his life-altering meeting with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and a meeting with Ananias, and a baptism, the first thing Saul did was to go to the synagogues of Damascus, not with papers from the high priest, but with the word of God, the gospel. He now knew the truth, and he wanted to make sure everyone else did, too. This transformation in Saul amazed the believers and unbelievers alike. He confounded the Jews by proving Jesus was the Christ. And everyone believed, right? No, they got angry and plotted to kill him. If anyone understood how they felt, it was Saul. So the believers helped him to escape by letting him down through a wall in a basket. Though Acts doesn't tell us in chapter 9, we later learn that Saul didn't go straight to Jerusalem. He spent three years in the wilderness of Arabia with Jesus being discipled. We don't know what all happened, but Saul says it was indescribable. And what he learned laid the foundation for the theology that we study in his letters to the churches. I often used to wonder why Jesus didn't pick Saul as one of his twelve disciples. The two would have been about the same age, perhaps Saul a bit younger. And he was in Jerusalem. Instead, Jesus picked mostly ignorant fishermen. They couldn't have made this stuff up, but a brilliant mind like Saul might have been able to. He couldn't have been part of the original believers at Pentecost. He probably knew several of those languages miraculously spoken. And Peter would not have had a chance to become the leader of the group. Saul probably would have taken over. Besides that, God wanted to use Saul's persecution in order to scatter believers like he said would happen in Acts 1.8. Everything's always in God's timing. When Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he of course wanted to join a local group of Christians and get to know the disciples. But they were all afraid of him. They thought he was trying to infiltrate their ranks. But Barnabas, remember him, son of encouragement? He took the chance. He took Saul under his wing, found out his story, and told the disciples so they would accept him. God can use us as encouragers like that today, too. While in Jerusalem, Saul wanted his former friends to know the truth and accept Jesus, so he went back to the Hellenist synagogue to debate with them. Remember who debated them before? Stephen. And we know what happened to him. He got stoned. That almost happened to Saul, too. They attempted to kill him. But when the believers found out, they snuck him out of town and sent him home to Tarsus. Are we like Saul, boldly sharing the good news no matter what the consequences? Do we love those around us enough to tell them? Who is God leading you to share the gospel with today?
you can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.